We're back with season, well, no, I won't even call this season three yet. This is more like a, like an interlude. It's, it's like season, it's a smooth transition into season three. It's like a smooth criminal. Yeah. We've stolen the in-between of season two and season three. It's not quite season. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Um, well, I think uh, it's the first time we've talked since November. No. <laughs> well, not like personally. But <laughs> well, no, not personally. I mean, yeah. In a professional well, capacity, this is the first time we've spoken. Well, I don't know if I'd if I'd go as far as saying professional, but it's professional. Well, just because we edit it and splice it together, that makes it professional. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> regardless, regardless of the state that I'm in when I'm editing, it is right. professional. It's okay. The fact that it is edited means right. professional. Oh, God. That there are professional services that actually publish this show makes it professional. <laughs> if you say so. I say so. This, if God help you if this is the first time you're tuning in. That's all I got to say. Yeah. But. If you are, if it is your first time, this is the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, Season two and a half, I don't know, interlude. But uh, my name is Carter. And my name is Dylan. And man, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Lewis said it best when he said, it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. So what'd you think of Full Gear? Yeah, yeah. If this was, uh, if we aired this show at the end of the credits uh, of that show, then that would make perfect sense. Yeah. Our last show was a full gear preview. Uh, <laughs> you know, quite frankly, I don't even recall what happened at full I, gear. I don't either. I really don't. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Mox, Moxley retained? I don't know. Sure. There's some matches. Um, you know, it was full. Yeah, full of gears. <laughs> shifting gears. shifting all over the place. <laughs> I shifted my pants a couple times. Yep, apparently um, we couldn't shift. We just stayed uh, stuck in neutral we for did. quite a few months. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Battery died. Yeah. Um, had to get a jump, but we're back. We're back, and we appreciate anyone else who is back with us. So thank you first and foremost, and uh, we hope to not let you down uh, with this one. Uh, and yeah, so what have you been up to? What have you been doing since November? So, lots. Lots yeah. has happened, let me tell you. Um, okay. Yeah. Without getting too far into it, and, and you know something you obviously know, but other people don't, but we are relocating. Um, we are le- leaving the great state of Virginia, and heading back to the big old mitten in the sky. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Coming back to Michigan. So it's very possible that season three is actually you and me in the same room. That is going to give off a totally different vibe, I think. Yeah. If, um, it does, if, it do, if that does happen. Yeah, and let me just uh, clarify there. I'm not moving in with you. Um Unless you'll have me, then, <laughs> then hey, I might consider it. No, it's all right. I mean, I didn't, you know, clean out a room or anything like that or, uh, you know, bring three extra chairs to the dining room table. So no worries. Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> well, then, hey. None of settled. that happened. So. I'm just, listen, we close on our house on Monday. 
Um, and uh, I tell you, I call I call it off right now. I'll just be, listen. We found other accommodations, so you can keep it. Um, but no, in all seriousness, we uh, are buying a house in Michigan. We'll be back there in August, um, and then um, yeah, we'll be we'll be having a um, an all out watch party, which is you know kind of a, a peek into what we'll be talking about in this episode but uh before we do what's uh what's new with you man you know just working um, <laughs> enjoying the weather enjoying man, the weather yeah i tell you you know <laughs> you gotta get you gotta get up pretty early in the morning but you've done it sir you just threw that one right on by me i get up early and uh i do things so yeah <laughs> working we're predicting the weather yeah. predicting the weather i mean that's what that's what you're gonna get when you move back to michigan I can't wait. I know. <laughs> wait to, Man. Wait to, I can't wait to tell you the weather in person. So <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um I was gonna say speaking of weather and then go on a tangent about how hot it's been, but man, that would be terrible. Uh almost worse than actually bearing the heat. But hey. <sighs> Moving on. Um, we got to knock off the ring rust here a little bit. Yeah, there's lots of rust. We there need is. Some, we need some uh, WD-40. No doubt. Um, well, what do you want to talk about? Should we talk about wrestling or is this... <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. This is our new, it's our new <laughs> podcast called Shooting the Shit. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be quite honest, this uh, this is kind of a uh, spur of the moment type podcast. I texted you yesterday based on the late breaking news. And if you've been living under a rock, you don't know what I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, for all those that aren't living under a rock, you know what I'm saying. And so that really kind of forced our hand to be like, you know what? Maybe we should uh, maybe we should get together and talk about this because it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, dust off the microphones and uh, find a nice, quiet, non-echoey place to record. And right, um, yeah, lots of stuff has happened in the past week, hasn't it? Dude, so much stuff. So much um, stuff has happened. I really, I want to get your thoughts on um, all of it, really. I mean, the most pressing thing and probably what's going to be the name of this episode is Brian Danielson is all elite. Uh, um, nothing has been 100% confirmed on that yet, but all signs are, I mean, all signs are pointing towards that, Right. Yeah, I mean, I've I've read several different reports. Um, I know there's people in WWE that are saying, "Yep, that's what's happening." You know, as if he's already informed them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's other people that are saying um, that they, they no they, <laughs> <laughs> that they uh, they knew the details in terms of you know what it was going to take to sign him. You know, uh-huh. the, the light schedule, the the. Um, lack of traveling, being able to be home with his kids, um, yeah. but also being able to work elsewhere. I know that that was a big one. And um, 
you and I talked about this last year. Maybe it was on an episode. Maybe it was off air. I don't know. But AEW was basically tailor-made for Daniel Bryan. No, we talked about that? I mean, maybe not in that exact (laughs) terminology. But, you know, the guy wants to be home with his family. But he also loves pro wrestling and he can't shut that off as you as we've witnessed on, you know, Total Divas and Total Bellas. Um, But that love of pro wrestling is not exclusive to just the machine that is WWE. You know, I mean, the guy loves and respects different styles of wrestling, loves New Japan, loves Ring of Honor, you know. And so him having that freedom, I'm sure, is exactly what he wants and that's the only reason WWE was entertaining talks with New Japan what just for Daniel Bryan yeah definitely I don't know about that that's that's up for another debate but yeah I know I do know that uh, yeah WWE was in talks you know couple months ago with new japan but apparently nothing came of it or nothing has been uh, reported on about that since then so it looks like nothing is going to happen with it but yeah i know that uh brian was um you know if it is true that he has signed with AEW, you know having that freedom to work in new japan it was is definitely a um you know a plus for him going with aew since, I mean, they already have, like, somewhat of a working relationship right now. So, um, yeah, yeah that would be, that'd be, like, tailor-made for him at this point, if well, that's what and, he wants to do. And, and, you know, giving Tony Khan credit, you know, when he heard that WWE was speaking with New Japan and he got, <laughs> I don't know, kind of uppity. Maybe oh. it was, oh. yeah. <laughs> maybe it was in character. Maybe it was a shoot. I don't know. But he was like, let's see which program has actually had IWGP titles defended on my show, which, mm-hmm. you know, which show has actually had IWGP talent or I'm sorry, New Japan talent on my show, you know, so Tony Khan has already, quote unquote, kicked in the forbidden door, you know, and we I definitely want to talk to you more about the forbidden door as we as we go on. But oh, we'll, can't wait know, to get into of, the forbidden door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll kind of ex- we'll exhaust the, the Daniel Bryan thing first. But um, yeah, it just I, I kind of I, and not that I'm anyone special because I'm sure everyone else can say the same thing. I saw this coming from a mile away just based on what AEW was able to offer versus WWE. First of all, the Khan family have more money. So it's not like they can get outbid as far as that goes. And the second thing is what we just talked about, the the opportunity of him to be able to wrestle wherever he wants, mm-hmm. you know, and still maintain, you know, more or less the same character, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um like I said, if that is true, then, um, I mean, that's great for him. That's definitely great for him, you know, being offered what WWE couldn't offer him. So, and, yeah, but um, switch over kind of a little bit. Uh, there's also another, like, really big rumor that's going around that yep. possibly uh, Mr. Punk, CM Punk, <laughs> is looking to... Uh, uh, get his feet wet in AEW as well, possibly. Now, this isn't. This is just a rumor at this point. Like I said, uh, nothing has been confirmed. As with you know, 
the situation with Daniel Bryan, but the Daniel Bryan situation looks like it's more of a possibility, and there's actually some weight to some of the reports going around with that. But with Punk, it, it's still kind of still kind of up in the air a little bit. Like nothing has been confirmed. Nobody said anything. Um, you know, nobody. Like I said, nobody's confirmed or denied it. So, but um, what do you think about that? <laughs> Yeah, um, I kind of wish that nothing would have leaked out about punk. I mean, that's it's so hard, you know, with today's technology and smartphones and everything else, like internet at your fingertips, like someone's going to talk, right? And um, it kind of sucks. So, like, if it is, if there is weight to that, if punk is trying to come back, I really wish they could have just kept it a secret, you know? Mm-hmm. Um and who knows? Maybe that's not to say that it doesn't remain that, that all that has come out is all that will come out, right. um, which would be great in my opinion. Um, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm always so torn because I love to get the gossip. <laughs> I love to get the get the goods, get, get the goods, get the juice. You yeah. know, spill the beans straight yeah. from that. You know, pulp little. Yeah. Internet site, yeah. You know. Juicy bean goods. <laughs> I, want, I want them all. That's where um, I get my gossip. But at the same time, I want to be surprised. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, I suppose that's that's what wrestling has always done for us historically, is that, that, that element of surprise, which is why Royal Rumble always does so well, right? Because you never know who's going to show up. And yeah. there may be no, no brand new members of the roster, but it's still a surprise in terms of your favorite guy showing up or not, right? You know, mm-hmm. even if they're already a member of the roster, that whole element of surprise is what really draws people in. And that's that's the wonder of pro wrestling. And so, you know, the, the majority of me wishes that, that these surprises would remain a secret. But all of that said, and I hate to be this guy. <laughs> Uh-oh. But literally every time AEW's in Chicago, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> this is when uh, Punk's coming back. Like it's always in the back here. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to happen today. Is this, like, this going to be yeah. it? Are we going to see it? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I don't know. And maybe you think the same. I, I You know, I, I got to get your, your thoughts. But like with someone like Punk or Daniel Bryan, you know, two guys that grew up on the indie scene, you know, I mean... You have to love <laughs> pro wrestling to work the indie scene for as long as you do before getting to WWE or wherever it is that you go. You know, you could say the same about AJ Styles, right? Like, yeah, he started in WCW, but once WCW was bought by WWE, he just was like, well, I still love wrestling, so I'm going to do all these other things, you know? And. Mm-hmm. Not to make this about AJ Styles, but just in, my point is is about people that were on the indie scene, especially in the early thousands. Like there was no money on the indie scene, so you had the, you had to do it for the love of wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, based on that, Punk can say all he wants in a public forum, but you know that there's something deep down inside of him that just still loves the creative aspect of pro wrestling that he's just not having exercised right now. Yeah. And you know, it's inevitable whether it's 
a one-off. I mean, and he's shown up on independent shows before, but like, no matter what, it's inevitable. Like, you've got to come back. It's just going to happen. Hmm. So here's a question I want to pose to you. Okay, so let's, let's say, let's say it does happen. Like both, uh, Brian and Punk go to AEW. You know, what do you think it is gonna do for AEW in the short term and in the long term? Yeah, um, great question. Um, I mean, short in my short term, it's gonna be great for him. I mean, depending on how long that short term time frame is. I mean, for that moment, yeah, they it's gonna generate a lot of noise. They're gonna get. I mean, I could definitely see possibly getting their highest numbers as far as uh, you know viewership for their shows. Um, but that's just the short term thing. That's just the short term plan, though. I mean. But what do you think uh, – do you think this is something that's going to possibly last long-term or are we just going to kind of see them – I don't want to say potentially fall at the wayside, but you know, kind of have some of that uh, interest die down after a while and then just kind of have everything go back to the way it was before as far as like uh, – you know, your viewership and everything of that nature. I don't think so. I think short term, you're right. It will pop the ratings in a massive way. I mean, shoot, just this last week, AEW did 1.15 million, Mm -hmm. which great, great show. Um, No big surprises outside of Nick Gage, right? I mean, there wasn't (laughs) anything else, was there? Yeah. Um, Uh, Archer won the... uh, well, I just mean, I just mean like surprise appearances, you know, oh, like surprise appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 1.15 million on a Wednesday, you know, brand new time slot, not like ever, but brand new time slot to the, the casual wrestling fan, you know, who's, who's conditioned to that Monday night time slot, um, raw, which I don't know if you watched raw this week. Good show. I enjoyed it. Um, did 1.9 million. Mm-hmm. You know, substantially higher, but they're in the same ballpark. I mean, and that's AEW without the Bucks wrestling, without Kenny Omega wrestling, and without Daniel Bryan, without CM Punk, you know, without Miro. I mean, all of these people who have made a name for themselves in WWE and have a global fan base those people were not wrestling on this show and yet it did 1.15 million. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like short term, it will pop the ratings for sure. Long term is completely up to them, right? I mean, it all depends on how they do it because at one point TNA slash impact had that star power with Kurt Angle and Sting and AJ and Joe, you know, like, I mean, Kurt Angle went on record saying that his prime years of wrestling were in TNA. And I mean, if you look at some of his matches, that the type of style that he was wrestling at that time, it's hard to argue with. Right. But they didn't have the long term ability. And I don't, you know, why is that? Money. Injuries. Um, 
money, injuries, and Vince Russo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so again, it comes down to them. I mean, money, they're not going to run out of. Um, Mm -hmm. Storylines is really everything. You know, can, can they really like harness them, their momentum in, in allow it to last long-term? That's, that's the question. I mean, I've got a few fantasy booking thoughts that I want to run by you. I sure you do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the reason I bring that up now is because they said that originally, if Daniel Bryan is 100%, then his debut would be September 22nd. Yeah, in New so York. So it would be, yep, in New York, Arthur Ashe Stadium, um, once everything has wrapped up with All Out. Mm-hmm. So I want to get your thoughts. What do you think would need to wrap up and how would it wrap up in order for him to debut on the 22nd? Oh, I guess what do you mean by wrap up? Well, you got to assume that if if a talent like Daniel Bryan is coming to a, a promotion like AEW, he would have to be, I mean, I don't care what you think or, you know, you, you could be the biggest Daniel Bryan hater in the world. Mm-hmm. You can't argue his talent, star power and fan base. So mm-hmm. he would be a contender for the, the world title immediately. Mm-hmm. So how would the world title situation look with him debuting? Oh, I think it would change everything. Okay. okay all right. So my what I'm saying is... Well, it would change everything. Who's well, the champ? And how did that happen? <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I guess... I honestly don't have an answer for you right now because, well, I guess right now I want an they're kind of give me an answer. To give it to me now. Um, but as of right now, it seems like they're building towards Page and Omega. Right. Yeah. So and like yeah, it kind of seems like where they're going right now. So, but whatever the pl- whatever plans they have in, had in place before Daniel Bryan. Um, that's obviously going to have to change. So whatever direction they were going to go in originally before everything started happening with Brian, um, they, I would, they're going to have to divert that over to possibly, you know, accommodating Brian. I mean, not at Brian's request, of course, not of course, but, um, you know, you bring in somebody like Brian or Punk. I mean, obviously, yeah, you are going to want to get them in the title picture. I mean, you'd be stupid not to, I think. Totally. So, um, yeah, that's... But as far as, like, what... As far as, like, booking it or figuring out a scenario and how to make that happen, I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. Hmm. See, yeah, I mean, I'm obvious, you know, I don't think anybody has an idea, right? I mean, it, it's... Yeah, so why are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> End of show. Thanks, yeah. everybody, for listening. We'll, um, see you, we'll see you in November. <laughs> full gear. Yeah. Um, no, my thought, though, is obviously you would want Daniel Bryan in the title picture. And let's say everything works out with CM Punk, you'd want him in it, too. Um. It just, 
so my thought, and this just stay with me here. So what if Hangman Page is actually, well, what if they pull like an outsider's type angle with Hangman Page to where he's actually been part of the elite the whole time? Or maybe not the whole time, but he becomes he reunites with the with the elite. They do like a finger poke of doom type scenario. Oh, maybe not quite that. that. Oh, not quite that because no, we all know how that turned no. out. No, but <laughs> this is a horrible idea. Just take <laughs> so you've got the good brothers that are impact tag champs, the young bucks, AEW tag champs. Yeah. Kenny Omega holds every belt known to man. Hangman Page rejoins the elite, dethrones Miro. Now they all have all the belts, right? And mm-hmm. they are the heelish faction because everyone knows that they control the book, right? They control the pencil, and yet they have all the titles. F these guys. You know, and they play it up, and they're the heels and whatever, just like the Young Bucks have been doing. Maybe, who knows what, I don't know. And I'm going to throw this in there just for fun, but this doesn't necessarily have to do with anything. But maybe Cody rejoins the elite, you know, becomes a heel, Beats Nick Aldis for the NWA world title. You know, so now they have all these prestigious belts in just this one faction. Mm -hmm. And they rule the roost, so to speak. It could, you could, I don't want to say faction because, but that's kind of where I'm going, I guess. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Just, Just, you know, hang on. But that could be where, like, someone like a Daniel Bryan or a CM Punk, you know, these guys that have this this um, reputation, you know, that could be the the ones that dethrone this group. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, again, maybe not to those specifics, but it could be to where the elite is so um, powerful that it takes, you know, that that's how they get thrust into that spotlight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't know. It's, I see where you're going with it. I definitely see where you're going, but it just seems like it's um, a little too much. I, think. I mean, the one, yeah, I mean, the one problem I have with that scenario is that in the short term, it takes away all momentum that Hangman Page has built. Yeah. Long term, however, you can you can resurrect that momentum if he turns. He could become the ultimate babyface, even more so than he is now. You know, if he kind of goes dark and then comes back. I don't know. I don't know. This is just me thinking out loud. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, God, a bigger faction, you know? I know, and I know. Already, I know. like the company that's full of factions. Well, and in, in, in the problem again, another problem with that, and here I am poking holes in my own theory. But the other problem with that are the heelish factions you currently have. Like, what happens to the pinnacle? Like, mm-hmm. are they? Right. They're not. He, they're not heelish enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what happens to the inner circle? You know, like. I mean, I realize they're not heels, but like what happens to uh, the Nightmare Factory or QT Marshall's group, whatever they're called? Yeah. 
the the court marshals, the cutie, the cutie pies. <laughs> Yours is better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. You know, there's a lot of questions, but realistically, though, I mean, where do you throw? Punk? Let's say Punk shows up at All Out. Where does he show up during? Like, if Kenny Omega beats Hangman Page, does he show up at the end of that? That's a hard thing to. That's a hard thing to try to plan out. Or if, or if Page, well, okay, if he debuts in Chicago, he's not debuting as a heel. <laughs> no. I mean, he could go out and take a big dump in the middle of the ring, and fans would still cheer him. So. Oh yeah, people take pictures by it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? Um, <laughs> the punk dump. <laughs> Man, I don't know. How would you? How would you bring him in? I just. I know he'll attack Cody. This was, of course, a joke. <laughs> no, he'll kick Arn Anderson in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Go to sleep. Yep. Uh, well, I okay. Uh, shifting uh, gears a little bit. I mean, with that all, let's 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 let's. I don't want to say put a bow on it, but we'll put that to the side right now. So. WWE talent, or at least recent WWE talent that has come over to AEW, how do you feel that they've done incorporating them into the fold? Well, I think we've discussed this before, you know, a lot of uh, big-name talent that they brought over to AEW, it seems like they always give them, like, a hot start, but then they just end up cooling them off, you know, after a while. Like Like who? Give me an example. Oh, geez, I don't know. Remember when Lance Archer came in? Yeah, but could you call him a WWE talent? No, not okay. No, you're right. He's not a WWE talent, but he was un you know, a name, a pretty big name talent from New Japan that came yeah. in and um they had a lot of momentum behind him and um kind of cooled off after a while, you know, after he lost to Cody. So <laughs> um let's see what else. Christian I mean, they were yeah, te- they were teasing, you know, what happened to Christian wanting to go after Omega. Yeah. Well, he lost the uh, battle royal to Jungle Boy. Yeah, but still, I mean, just because he lost a battle royal doesn't mean he still can't, you know, find some way to go after Omega. Now he's hanging out with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus <laughs> and fighting Matt Hardy. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not, <laughs> upset. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm not upset with that. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it's bringing the ratings back in. You know, his his uh, uh, rankings rather. Um, his his win loss record hasn't afforded him a shot at Omega. Okay. You know, I would I would rather it that way than. <laughs> Despite what we just talked about, then yeah. Daniel Bryan Ignore everything that we just talked about. So. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan showing up and getting a title shot next day. Yeah, um, but who knows? Maybe that's what they'll do. Maybe the, maybe Daniel Bryan will show up and be like, "Oh, Kenny Omega, I'm gonna beat you up." And they're like, "Well, hang on, you know, you got to get to the back of the line. You got to prove your your you know win loss record." Yeah, which would be cool. I would I would get down with that. You'd get down with that. I could. Yeah. Um, FTR. FTR is a great example. That is the one that I think I'm. <laughs> I'm 
FTR and Sean Spears are the the ones that I think about a lot. Actually, I mean, it's like, like what, what the hell? I mean, right. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I mean, next to the, and this is a controversial statement that I'm going to make towards you, but okay, next to the Bucks, FTR is probably the best tag team they have. <sighs> I mean. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> FTR hasn't had a chance to really do anything, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they had that one match with the Bucks, and then, you know, bye-bye. You know? <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. I mean, not, you know, they're still with the company, obviously, but, you know, they're just, their role has been minimized a lot. A lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, FTR... They, I mean, I get it. You know, you. I think you want to keep FTR away from the Bucks, and we we talked about this before. They should have never wrestled as soon as they did. The whole build up was really kind of uh, too. Yeah, I, I mean they they wrestled in front of just fellow workers. You know, that was when there were no fans in the in the audience. Mm-hmm. And that's just, man, what a waste. What a waste of a great story. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's tough because you got to do what you got to do to keep fans interested, the people at home. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if the shoe was on the other foot and you and I were in charge, like, you know, we got to get, we got to keep people watching this. So what what can we do? You know? So I don't know. I mean, it's hindsight's always twenty twenty, but still like, man. Yeah. Why would you, ah, you want to keep that for that explosion of, you know, the crowd being there and being like, yeah, finally. Right. But, and yeah. who knows? Maybe we'll get there, I'm sure, you know. Well, it's going to take a lot of work to get them back up, though. I think. Yeah. It's well, now they're heels. Yeah, now they're heels. And yeah. fellow heels are the Bucks. So, what's the only other face tag team that is kind of on that same level as FTR? And that's probably what Santina or Santina. Yep. Santina. (laughs) (laughs) Santana and Ortiz. Oh, possibly. Possibly. Or or, uh, um, Phoenix and um, Penta. Well, I mean, depending on which week it is, it could either be a heel or a babyface team. That's true. They're so wishy-washy, like, back and forth, so it's hard to tell, but, yeah. Okay, so we've talked about FTR. Uh We've talked about, I mean, Sean Spears we didn't really talk about, but you don't really, there's not really much you can say. Like, he debuted, and he, like, kind of feuded with Cody, and then, like, he didn't. He found a chair, and. Well, yeah, and now that he's, like, in love with it, I guess, I don't know. He sneaks up on people in closets and hits them with a chair. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um. Who who else is there? I mean, what other big Miro? You know, he, Miro. he got distracted by video games for like three and a half months. Yeah, <laughs> floundered around in an arcade one night. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I like how they they told that story. I like how Darby Allen was like, "You are unimpressive and underwhelming." Yeah, you know, and then he became. But it's just who like, God, now. why didn't they just do that from the start? Yeah, I mean. I almost feel like this whole, like the whole pandemic era 
was like designed to be forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I feel just... so bad for Brody Lee. Well, I mean, he's dead, so. Well, that's you know that's part of it, but yeah. no. <laughs> like his literally his entire career at AEW was during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, he that didn't have a sucks. chance to do anything in front of the fans when they eventually came back. So yeah, that is no. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. But but okay, so Brody Lee would have been the other one, and you know it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Um. So all right, so the recent ones are well, Tommy End. I mean, this is only what his third week. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean. I mean, yeah, and he's going against Cody right now, or feuding with Cody right now. So, yeah, there's a lot of momentum behind that. So, at this point, yeah, it's looking good. <laughs> it's looking strong. So. <laughs> Do you think that this – so, they are they are they having a match next week, it, um, Fight for the Fallen? Is it next week? I think it is next week. Or uh, – I don't know. I can't – I can't remember. So let's say that this feud extends to all out. Mm-hmm. Would you be okay with that? Tommy End and Cody Rhodes. It's now July 22nd. <laughs> all, all out is September 5th. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. Uh, I think I would, if, if they had a good, you know, thing planned out mapped out for the feud to continue and not have them touch each other until all out i mean then yeah go for it i mean as long as they can come up with something compelling to keep people's interests my only thought is i feel like the only reason that he's keeping the black eye alive is because it will turn into a feud with buddy murphy no you don't think so? No. Why? <laughs> because what? I mean, is, honestly, is anybody really going to care? Yes. You? <laughs> who else? Who who wouldn't? I, Are you I, kidding me? I Murphy's care. a hell of a worker. Oh, no, don't. Yeah, don't get me so wrong. He's a end. great worker. But, I mean, honestly, I I really wouldn't care. Why? Well, I just wouldn't. It just they're carrying over a storyline that they did for in another company in WWE over to this where Buddy Murphy was basically treated like nothing. How am I how am I supposed to care about that? You know who else was treated like nothing? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> since Cody November, Rhodes. since November. <laughs> I, I want to hear all record, these. But you're, no, <laughs> I want to hear all these lost tapes, all, all these episodes you've hours recorded on your just own, like recording by myself. Just like I can't believe he's not here right now. <laughs> no, it's you actually like recording as if I'm there. Yeah. What do you think of that, Carter? Oh, I couldn't disagree anymore. <laughs> Let's talk about me instead. Uh. <laughs> oh, again, Carter? Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Remember that one time I wrestled Hulk Hogan or Bash at the Beach in '96? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, like, yeah, Cody was nothing, but 
look what Cody did after WWE released him. He went out and, you know, made himself into bigger into a bigger name than what he was. I mean, and you know, I'm sure it doesn't it helps that, you know, he is the son of Dusty Rhodes. I mean, that adds some value to to you as well. I mean, who who's Buddy Murphy's father? I mean, <laughs> Jack Murphy. Jack Murphy. No, I don't know. Murphy Brown. Oh wait. <laughs> no, um, I, I don't know. I think because uh, there's there's just like. Oh, it's for me personally. I wouldn't be interested in it. I just wouldn't be. Mm. So. And plus, they. So what? Okay, so where do you, where do you, where does Tommy End go then? Let's say he beats Cody. Uh huh. What's next? What's next? Uh, AEW Dark. <laughs> no, that's if he loses. Oh, that's to if Cody. he loses. Okay. Yeah. If the uh, golden shovel buries him. So that's right. <laughs> I I don't know. I could with the sledgehammer. Yeah, right. I could possibly see a feud with Miro. That's what you think? I think that's what I think. You think that's what you think? Yeah, I think I that's... I think, therefore, I think. I think, therefore, I said yes. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that would kind of be, you know, a logical progression, you know, from Cody to Miro. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I'd like to see. Well, if around that time, depending on what the what the world championship title scene looks like, you're going to have what Omega, Page, possibly Brian, um, CM Punk. You don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. Moxley, possibly Moxley. So right there, you've got like five or six people that are going to be in that title scene, and I think. Adding uh, Malachi into that—that that would, I think, he—I feel like he would probably get lost in that a little bit. So, I would think, like you know, the next best next best thing would probably be uh, Miro. Yeah, because there isn't really too much going on in that scene right now. But is Tommy End a heel or a face? Who knows. I mean, because some of his comments were kind of heelish. In this program, I mean, he kicked Arn Anderson in the face. He right. kicked an old man in the face. Right. So that's a heel. Yeah, he used his heel. Yeah, yeah you're right. He, he, he kicked an old defenseless man in the face. He <laughs> and literally then, healed a face. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so by default, he is a he, he should be a heel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if there was ever a physical demonstration of becoming a heel, it's by it's kicking an old man in the face, healing a face yeah. in the face. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he he's a heel right now. Okay, so him versus Miro wouldn't make a lot of sense then. I mean, that's not to say you couldn't have a heel versus heel, but... Oh, well, I mean... 
I mean, they, I mean, look at everything else that's happened. We've had heels versus heels, and then heels switch to faces one week, and then become heels again the next week, and then they go against you know a, a baby face. So I mean, yeah. so in re, you know in that aspect, it's all it's kind of all over the place. You know? Yeah. So it wouldn't True. be out, out of the realm of you know that happening, but. I would like to he- I would like to see a heel face dynamic, you know. <clears throat> yeah, and I I think listen with the with the crowds coming back, I think we'll see more of that now. I mean, I try to give everybody a pass and that includes WWE. Mm-hmm. As much as I hate to say that, but like you know, I mean, you didn't have that instant feedback to know if something's working or not. So it's like, well, you know, let's run with this or let's do that, whatever, you know? And, right. um, so now that that's changed, we'll, we'll get a better understanding of things. You know, it's mm-hmm. funny because WWE crowds just, um, I don't know, 14 months ago hated Goldberg's guts, <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like, yes, Goldberg, remember him? Well, um, when Tommy kicked Arn in the face, everybody cheered. Right. So how, I mean, how is that going to work? I mean, it's just kind of one of those things, you know, like, like, I mean, we've seen it, you've seen it in traditional WWE programming where someone you like shows up. And they do something heelish, but you don't care because you're so like just jacked that you saw that person. Yeah, maybe and then the that's next true. night they're like, "I did this because you all suck." And then everyone's like, "Oh, boo, <laughs> boo, that's bad. <laughs> How dare you?" Yeah. So that could, yeah, so, that could have just been the initial reaction to him yeah. showing up. So yeah. Huh. Okay, but you you mentioned Omega, so I want to talk about Omega. Okay. Um, how do you think this belt collector thing's going? Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's, it's something. So, um, yeah, I don't, I really don't think it's doing too much, honestly. I don't either. I mean, I like it because, quite frankly, I, I mean, I do I do think Omega's incredible, um, mm-hmm. and he puts on great matches, and especially if he has a long, drawn-out storyline with someone, then he is so good at telling that story in the ring. Um, but the problem is, is those, like, I don't like that he... When it first started and he was going to face Rich Swan, mm-hmm. I don't like that he was showing up on Impact, but Swan was never showing up on AEW. Right. And I get it. It's the Impact title, so why would he be there, right? But, like, you could say the same for Omega. Like, well, why is he here? He hasn't won anything yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's great. He's challenging him, but why is he there? Um, so, like, I, I guess that's kind of how I feel about anytime he is on impact wrestling. Like when he faced, um, Sammy, mm-hmm. it was like, you would think that that was the perfect opportunity for Sammy to be on AEW. Right. 
you know, like Omega's out there cutting a promo. All of a sudden Moxley's music hits and they're like, what are you doing here, Mox? I've beaten you twice already. You should be at the back of the line or what? I don't know. Mm -hmm. And then Mox is like, oh, I'm just here for, I'm not here for me. I'm here for him. And then Sammy comes out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, do you think it's, um, since, well, Impact is, Impact is, uh, taped, right? They don't do live shows. Right. So maybe that plays a part in it as well because Dynamite is live. Yeah. So maybe there's be some conflict in schedules and trying to work out certain points of, you know, their storyline that they would have problems with due to Impact being taped and then, you know, Dynamite being aired live, you know. But that's something they got to be able to work through. I mean, if that's if that's well, the if story tape, you're running, yeah. But if they tape, say they tape, you know, three ep- three or live, four though. episodes of Impact, you know, in two days, you know, it would be hard to kind of sit there and think of something for Swan to do on Dynamite while still lining up with what are what they already have taped for Impact. If that makes sense. It does, and I do get that. Um, but I guess my thought is the pay-per-views are live. Mm-hmm. So you would think, if I'm Impact and I've agreed to this partnership, I want people to buy my pay-per-views. That's the payoff, right? Like That's, mm-hmm. that's how I make my money in this partnership. So I want my guy showing up on, our, on what would be a go-home show, right? Like if... Dynamite's on Wednesday and Slammiversary is Saturday. Mm-hmm. I want people that watch normally watch AEW that don't normally watch Impact to have a reason to buy my pay per view. Right. So, like, why wasn't Sammy there, you know, raising hell before Impact or before Slammiversary? Right. No, I get you. I get what you're saying. And that is kind of a little confusing. I don't know. I don't know why they wouldn't incorporate. You know, you know, more impact people into eight into dynamite, especially. And like, same with AAA though. I mean, who did Omega beat for the title in AAA? Was it Laredo Kid or was it Penta? I don't remember. Do you remember? I th- it was. I think it was Laredo Kid, and then Laredo Kid was on dynamite. Uh huh. So I, I I don't know. I just I don't. Well, that shows how well the whole belt collector thing is going. That's exactly my point. Like, (laughs) I love the idea. The execution's been terrible. Yeah. Like, you have the ability to feature talent from other places, or and and talk about them, and even use their footage in video packages. Why why aren't you doing a better job of of building up the feuds for these things because again like i said if i if it's my promotion that you hold the title for for me my contract with that company would have been like okay that's great i i want my belt on that guy because he has the notoriety but at the same time the goal in mind is to bring eyes to my product right how are we getting that done right has omega even done any appearances for triple a since mhm mhm Maybe one other appearance since winning the belt? No, he's had a few, and then he had one this past weekend. Okay. Um, 
this past weekend. He was it this past weekend? I think it was Sunday, maybe. Uh-huh. And um, he had a, a face off with Andrade. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Wait, okay, so Andrade's in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Andrade's in AEW right now. Right. And Omega's holding the AAA championship, so I, uh, I don't know. There, there's I, I feel like there's some sort of conflict there with that. Well, if I'm AAA, I want Andrade Andrade holding my belt for sure. Right, but then again, there's another contracted AEW wrestler that's holding another company's belt. True. True. So, yeah, I don't know. You know, there's a lot of good with doing cross promotion, but there are there's a lot in a situation like this. There's a lot of, uh, I guess, for lack of a better word, kinks that would yeah. need to be worked out, and a lot of inconsistencies that can happen. And it just seems like, I mean, as far as like you know, promotion, that's good, but you know. All that other stuff that I mentioned, I could imagine, would probably be just like, to a certain extent, a nightmare to work out with everybody. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a reason why it's never been done before. Or, or, or not done It has been done much. before. It yeah, has. Yeah, yeah, just not, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, I don't mean, that. I, I shouldn't have said never. Just, there's a reason it's not done often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, so we've been talking a long time. Um, what are um, he, um, how you say um, no? What do you, you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> it took you that long just to spit that out. Yep. Uh, I mean, we should talk about WWE. I mean, we spent almost you know quite I a just, bit. On I just AD, said AD, Goldberg. AD. <laughs> uh, I mean it was what? honestly it was a good week for WWE too there's a lot of good stuff that happened um, Money in the Bank was a good show yeah it was a good show yep uh, John Cena returned and that was awesome I mean it really was like, yeah. when was the last time you heard a crowd reaction like that it's been a long time. Maybe maybe the last time John Cena returned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a long time. I mean, that's... Man, you remember when crowds used to sound like that years and years ago? Like yes. every Monday night? If anything, that's what the pandemic era, the Thunderdome era, has made me realize. How much, like, I love wrestling, don't get me wrong, but... I don't love wrestling. <laughs> but I hate as, Thunderdomes. <laughs> as, <laughs> yes. Yes. That is, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Love wrestling, hate Thunderdomes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, AJ's return, Edge's return. I think Edge's return at Royal Rumble was probably that loud. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Hardy Boy's return at WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, you know. Jericho's return. I mean, all of these, like, that, again, we talked about it at the beginning. The surprise element of wrestling is what makes wrestling so great. Mm-hmm. 
Oh man, what else happened in WWE? Oh, uh, Nikki. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm torn on that because yeah, she's. I mean, it's obviously she's not going to be a long-term champion. No, it's you know just one of those transitional things, and like she's super talented and everything. Don't get me wrong, um, but yeah, she just she just seems like she's not going to be a person that's going to have that title long term. So it's just going to be, you know, yeah, a transitional she's thing. A, she is a transitional champion. I think um, it'll be a, a three way between her. Charlotte and maybe Becky mm-hmm. and Becky pins her instead of pinning Charlotte to continue their feud on, you know, further on. Yeah. Um, but either way, good for her, for her hard work. And oh, it, yeah. like, you know, she's, she's awesome. Uh, kind of sucks that she won with a freaking cross body, but whatever. That's old school, man. Dumb. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of dumb, uh, carrying cross <laughs> Oof, on raw man. this week. I I don't my, understand. My favorite, my favorite meme of the week was uh, the the Captain America at the end of uh, uh, Avengers. You know when he's an old man uh-huh. and he says, "No, I don't think I will." And it's like, "Hey Vince, you should do Karrion Cross's NXT entrance. <laughs> the fans will love it." No, I don't think I will. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand why. I guess. Yeah. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. I mean, if they stripped I'm away anyone, they stripped away everything that made made carrying across so great in NXT. Yeah. They really did. Just some dude standing there in the in the aisle. Hey, is someone going to is someone going to turn my music on? Oh, okay, here I go. <laughs> um Man, and he lost to Jeff Hardy. I mean, no respect against Jeff Hardy. Disrespect against Jeff Hardy or anything, but I mean, I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be like, and again, no disrespect to Jeff Hardy, but that'd be like losing to the Brooklyn Brawler 10 years ago. <laughs> you have Hulk Hogan come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm Adam Cole or anyone, anyone? Finn Balor... <laughs> In NXT, and I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe this time will be different. If I after I saw that, I'd be like, nope, no thanks, I'm good here. I just, I love Florida. Yeah, weather's great, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Everything I just I've built actually, you know, stays intact. Yeah, I just, I don't see the reasoning for it. I mean, maybe there's some sort of long term thing going on, but I mean, the guy like carrying carrying across, you don't have him lose to Jeff Hardy in like two minutes and what Jeff Jeff put his feet up on the ropes too yeah if I hate it I hate it I hate it all (laughs) Uh, but going from one negative to a positive Big E winning the money in the bank yeah I like that I like that I mean he's a callback to our Christmas episode but our Christmas episode two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? When I said Big E title run, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, pff, maybe you should have yeah, done your homework you prior to this. Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, Biggie winning Money in the Bank, that's excellent. I, you know, it's deserved. You know, the guy is obviously talented, uh, has a lot of personality, just, you know, good dude, it seems like. Really good dude. So that's, that's awesome for him. And, you know, he's put in the work. He's been there for a while. And I feel like it's been, it's been a slow build, too. You know, all that time that he spent with a new day. Um, doing doing his thing with them and then um yeah finally being broken off from from the new day but you know it's been a slow build they haven't rushed it or anything or it doesn't feel rushed i guess yeah i i I think they had a storyline they were working on i think they really did Mm -hmm. you know with with him and, and breaking away from the new day but then kofi getting injured woods getting injured well, then the, the pandemic. Yeah. The draft. The, the, well, yeah. It just <laughs> everything, everything. Well, the draft, I think, was reactionary to Kofi getting injured. Yeah. And I think it was just like they, they like fell into it, you know? And uh, it's, it's been good. I'm, I'm happy for him. And I hope my, here's my prediction Lashley beats Goldberg at SummerSlam. Big E cashes in. Lashley beats Goldberg at SummerSlam. Oh, I mean, I guess that's always a possibility. Well, wait a minute. Lashley's on. I mean, Biggie's on SmackDown. Lashley's on Raw. That doesn't matter. <laughs> you can cash in wherever. I. Case in point, Charlotte cashing in on NXT. Oh, I guess I don't remember that. <sighs> this is why this is an interlude and not season three, because <laughs> we got to be polished for season three. This this is practice this, for this, the actual episode that we're recording <laughs> in about twenty minutes. So <laughs> this this ring rust this just cannot be. No, we've got a loyal fan base that are just clamoring for a new episode, and you with this this. J- junior varsity attempt it's just uh, it's not going to it's not going to fly Dylan <laughs> uh, loyal fan base yeah i'm sure he's really happy right now once he hears this episode <laughs> who oh farva Good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to find my shirt. So. <laughs> oh, I'm editing that out. You're pissing off the one sponsor we have. Yeah, he knows we're joking. <laughs> that was great. Uh, um, anything else you want to talk about with WWE? He said Farva. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Okay. No. I will say here's my 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 last thing. Um, Overall, all of this new incoming talent, both to WWE and AEW, you know Goldberg coming back. Um, this John new Cena incoming talent like Goldberg <laughs> and John Cena coming in. <laughs> these these young upstarts. Yeah. 
Um, He's a rookie. He's hot, young prospects. Uh-huh. Um, but no, you know, um, Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Miro, you know, Tommy End, Andrade, you know, whatever. I would like to see some revitalization of the women's groups, both in WWE and AEW. Now, don't get me wrong. We've talked about this before, and WWE definitely has the better women's division mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, I still feel like they're kind of getting left out in the cold. And same with AEW, especially in AEW. Yeah. I mean, love Britt Baker. Love that she's now the champ, and I think she's crazy over um, oh, but she's supposed to be a heel, though. Yeah, I know. It's one of those, <laughs> one of those things. She, I mean, her and Adam things. Cole, her and Adam Cole are the same. So, but you know what I realized after this last week? What? Nyla Rose is not good. <laughs> <laughs> like I root for her, I really do. Yeah. Like I, I really do root for her, like because I, I love like the idea of the character. Mm-hmm. But man, does she get blown up fast, and it's so evident. Like her Irish whips, her punches, her kicks—like well, you know, she doesn't five need to have the match. twenty minute matches. I mean, she's you know the biggest woman that they have on that women's roster. She should be like blowing through people. Yeah, but not if you're up against the champ. Well, no, you know, not if you're up against a, a champ. But you don't need to. Well, have, that's my point. You don't need to have it. She had that match twenty against min- Britt Baker and looked. Awful. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Dylan. No, I agree she was with you. Awful. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I agree, but I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what to do about that. Well, are you gonna have? I don't know. Get your girl, man. Trainer. Let her know. Like, hey, we're, we're running. We're running today. We're doing planks. <laughs> Swim sprints. You're going to run laps while rapping to Outcast. And I'm going to grab a chicken and you're going to yeah. chase it. Yep. You need to get your. Uh, you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. I'm a Kentucky Fried Idiot. So. <laughs> uh, um, but that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. All, all you got. That's it. All righties. <laughs> uh,. So, uh, I didn't talk about myself much in this episode. No, you didn't. <laughs> so yeah. I don't want people to think that I've stopped doing that. So um, I will say I'm really excited about Nick Gage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't, it's no, a long-term no, thing. No, it's not a long-term thing. It's no. probably just like a one-off kind yeah. of thing. But you know what? I think, you know... Another complaint that I have of AEW is that they need to uh, they need to dial back on the uh, no disqualification matches and yeah I agree with that it's it's like every week there's some sort of specialty no disqualification match yeah like, I I agree with that I mean I I don't get me wrong I enjoy enjoy them um, and I know you do too or at least you did I don't know what the hell happened to you but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I agree. It, they're be, they're becoming less special. Yeah. I mean, it needs to be held in. You know, they need to have those held for special, special uh, situations. You know. Yeah. 
Special so, speculations. Special speculations. Yeah, they're definitely. I, I definitely think they are overdoing it though on that. But um, yeah, that will be interesting to see what happens with Nick Gage and Jericho next week. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested in seeing that. Um, I. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see Nick Gage like do MJF's bidding, but. At the same time, I don't know. I don't know. You're like a mercenary, so what the hell? Why not, right? But mm-hmm. I mean, um, good for him for you know getting the opportunity to like get his totally. name out there to a wider audience. Completely agree. Wider audience, you know. But it's just it's kind of weird, honestly. Well, and hey, shout out GCW Homecoming this weekend. Nick Gage versus Matt Cardona. Yeah, I'm sure Mox will show up, and they'll probably have a brawl in the streets again. That'll be cool, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm happy for Nick Gage. Again, even if it is just a one-off, it's probably an opportunity, right? Like, if he shows out and does well, it'd probably bring about another opportunity, similar with Kingston. But yeah, I don't think they'll sign good him. Good for him. I don't think they'll sign him, though. As it looks right now, I wouldn't say so, but all the same, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any other parting shots you got? Um, No, I'd just be firing blanks. So. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no shots. <laughs> well, all right. Well, you know what? I'll save our you can find us at spot because we got to recreate all of that. I don't. We don't have merchandise anymore. I don't know. I have to look. <laughs> yeah, I gotta log back in. I gotta figure out my username <laughs> and password. <laughs> it's been it's been since November, man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, basically, just you know, keep listening to our show. How about that? Yeah. Well, Is just, that good? Yeah. Just check back on whatever. <laughs> podcast platform you use to listen to your podcast and see if we posted yeah. something so <laughs> <laughs> yeah just subscribe and if you have then you know maybe next week another one will show up i don't know yeah i just well, we, we may surprise you cross again your, cross your fingers uh, until then so the underlying theme of this episode was bringing back the surprise element of pro wrestling so you know i don't know just wait and see you fucking oh <laughs> <laughs> what what huh? 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 all right well um we should get out of here then right okay all right well good interlude next time i'm gonna have new graphics and um a new season <laughs> it'll be a new month <laughs> new it will it will be a new month yeah. <laughs> which one will it be i have no idea <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Actually, well, well, you know, this one's over, but, you know, stay tuned to the channel. That was horrible. <laughs> the end. <Yeah>. Prelude. <laughs> Interlude. Ex- ex- extra lewd. Extra lube. It's done. We're over. We're over. <laughs>